Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. From Dial Square to where is proud to have Gunas versus Cancer as its charity sponsor for the season. Set up by the Gunas podcast, it is a brilliant charity raising money for leukemia and lymphoma research. Please help me to help them reach their fundraising goal by visiting gunasversuscancer.com and see how to donate or bid for some great Guna merchandise. Thank you. issue being that he's got so, uh, so little confidence at the moment that it's affecting his performances via all the abuse he's been getting then that's not going to help the team and he's a very popular person in the changing room all the other players actually like Skodran Mustafi so directing all this hate towards him is going to affect them as well because they've got ears they can hear what's happening within the crowd. They can hear the great chants, they can hear the boos as well. So if we want to be progressing the team and helping the defence at the moment, because we've got to work with the players that we've got, then once they cross that white line, we've got to give them support and stop this booing and this hatred. So like I said, if we care, then we've got to care about the players as well that's on the pitch, because they are the club at the moment. They are the ones we've got to pin all our hopes on to get us back in the top four. And by booing, it's not going to help, is it? By sending hate mail in the modern age via social media to these players, it ain't going to help. So they are going to be looking at, uh, at their Instagram and they are going to see these comments and it's not going to help them. So let's stop that for a start. 
after the match yesterday, which I really enjoyed. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone that put their nice comments about the, the pictures that I posted of me and my three boys because it meant an awful lot to us. We don't get too many games as we want to because of the cost, as I mentioned before on the podcast and uh, on Twitter. It's, uh, it's an extremely expensive trip for us to go, um, for me and my three boys. I don't get any change from between three and four hundred quid by going to a game. And yeah, it's it's just uh, just ridiculous, and it's a very sad situation to be in. So when we went there yesterday, and I showed um, the uh, pictures and the all the lovely comments and likes that we got, I do really really appreciate it. Now, as you can probably tell, I'm driving, so I can't uh, literally list through all the people that gave us these lovely messages. But you know who you are, and we're really really grateful of those. But at the match. I was really uh, encouraged. I'm not going to be uh, focusing on the issues regarding the defence. We know that uh, the situations we've got, and we've got to work harder as a team to get that sorted. But I'm sure that uh, you know, with the incoming, hopefully, fingers crossed, Kieran Tierney, um, that's going to be a start. According to Emery, they're still looking for a defender. So, fingers crossed on that one as well. There have been some rumours that Roma want to buy Skodra and Mustafi, but that's not uh, definite. They're just rumours at the moment. So, at the moment, we've just got to work with what we've got at the moment at the back, and I'm not going to focus on that uh, on this video, but going forward, we've got some really, really impressive players that I'm very excited to see this season. Not to mention the incoming Pepe, but again, until that's all done and dusted, I'm really, really trying to keep a lid on the excitement. I'm, yeah, I'm finding it quite difficult. I put a few posts on Twitter with regards to uh, Pepe and uh, a picture that's been mocked up of him and um, Albamiang together. Um, so, it, it, I mean, it's looking very positive, but fingers crossed on that one. But with, without Pepe, I was very impressed with uh, Reese Nelson when he came on. I thought he was very, very lively. I thought for quite a long period of time he was the best player on the pitch. He looked very dangerous. Um, he seems to be really getting his confidence together. So I really hope he gets a, a good run in the, in the team because players are only going to get uh, really strong confidence and uh, match fitness and sharpness by playing games. We all know that. So hopefully he won't just be getting the odd 10 minutes here and there for Europa League games because they're going to be obviously only be one every couple of weeks once they start. Um, so I hope he gets more than that. Eddie Nketiah again, he, got him, he didn't score but he did everything but score yesterday. I'm really impressed with him. He, every time I see him he seems to be more and more like um, a young Ian Wright to me with his movements and his... Uh, uh, ability on the ball and uh, his ability to find space and his burst of pace, he looks uh, great. Same thing goes for him that like I just said about Reese Nelson as well with game time. Um, Martinelli, I, honestly, I put a tweet out yesterday, um, a whisper tweet, you may have seen it, saying that I'm going to whisper this very quietly, but I honestly think he, he really, really reminds me of when Cristiano Ronaldo was a very, very young player and he was at Man United.
excited and he was getting a lot loads of stick it's hard to believe that nowadays but when he first joined he was very uh, criticized in a similar way to Theo Walcott's been criticized his whole career because he had immense pace he uh, I'm talking about Ronaldo now uh, not uh, Walcott though he did have the pace but he had incredible skill he could do all the tricks uh, beat men easily without even trying but his end product was very poor at the beginning because he was just lacking experience and uh, just lacking that final bit of quality he just needed a bit of fine tuning and I, I honestly think that Martinelli at the moment he does need to improve his finishing and uh, you know, his final final ball but he's got all that skill and the pace the frightening pace that Ronaldo had when he when he was very young and I just hope to God that um, he can just sort of blossom over the next uh, two or three years and gain his confidence and his um, calmness at the end of his uh, movements because we've got a hell of a player on our hand if that's the case and uh, Joe Willock again he just he, I mean he's He's much bigger than a lot of people think. If you haven't seen him in the flesh, he's uh, he's really beefed out and filled out, and uh, he's looking more and more impressive. And could we have finally found our replacement after all these years for Vieira and Gilberto? He's not exactly the same player, but he's not far off, and he's always in the box. I mean, so often yesterday especially in the first half he was the most furthest forward of all our players in lots of occasions and um, he loves to, to get the ball and drive into the box he really does so he could not only be a great Ramsey replacement but I think if he could play properly in the central of the park and uh, he could be a real box-to-box -box player and yeah, take up that mantle that we've been missing for so many years with Vieira and Gilberto in the team. Very, I mean, again, it's only a pre-season, but he's been very good in every pre-season game so far that uh, I've watched across the US tour and, you know, and in person yesterday. He's uh, quite a player. So, again, you know, got to get the game time. Emery's got to be brave and play these kids because there's a lot of promise there. Um, Tyrese John Jules looked very, very lively when he came on in his sort of uh, late cameo as well. Really liked him. And the, the forwards, I mean, I think uh, Abamyang is, is, is just on fire at the moment. His finish was delicious yesterday. Um, I think um, Lacazette, a bit worried after he went off. It's such a shame. I was looking forward to seeing him play a good portion of the match yesterday he hasn't looked quite as sharp as Aubameyang so far in pre-season but it doesn't really bother me too much um, I'd rather him not peak too early but yeah that's a bit of a concern for starting the season in a couple of weeks time that he's going to be okay but uh, all the reports I've read and um, in Emery's post-match interview I saw some uh, comments that uh, it should only be a few days that uh, it's going to affect him by so fingers crossed on that one um, 
I said I wasn't going to mention the back, but one player that did um, impress me was uh, Chambers a lot. I don't think he, he put too much of a foot wrong, but he was very, very aggressive, I thought, in the tackle, um, winning the ball back, especially in the first half, when he was really close to me at that end of the pitch, and uh, I kept a bit of a close eye on him, and uh, he he did impress me. Um, I, he, he got so many detractors, and I, I'm not going to be he, stat, you know, telling you here and now that He's the answer at our right back, but I think credit where credit's due. I think Jenkinson's had a good pre-season so far. He hasn't really put too much of a foot wrong at all, as well. I think against Real Madrid, he, he did really, really well and um, very impressive that match. Um, he didn't play too much yesterday, but when he did, he, he was getting forward and um, put a few dangerous balls into the box. Um, so, if the worst comes to worst, then he's the first name on the team sheet at right back until. Bellerin comes back, then if he can maintain this form, then we should be okay. We should be able to get through, fingers crossed. Um, regarding the other players on the pitch, um, Mkhitaryan, I mean, he, he probably had a couple of decent moments in the game, but we really, I mean, I really wish we could move him on. He's He's just take. I don't want him to take up a place in the team, over and above one of our younger, more promising, exciting players. He's played a lot in the pre-season. I hope that's not going to be the case coming this coming season. If it is, it's it, it's just not fair. I don't think it, it, players need to be picked, as I've said in a previous pod, not on their name, but on form, and. Um, He's just past his best, um, and I don't really know he's, whether he's ever been at his, his best. He's had a few good games for Arsenal in a short, in short bursts, short spells, but he's taking up a place in the team for a much better player, in my opinion. I'd much rather have uh, Nelson there or Smith Rowe if he's not going to go out on loan. Um, yeah, well, pretty much any of the guys ahead of him, to be perfectly honest. Um, but so overall, I mean, going forward, I was uh, really encouraged, enthusiastic about the season coming up, and um, there's a lot to be uh, hopeful for. And another tweet I put out yesterday was regarding um, Liverpool. Now, I'm not stupid as going to say that they're not going to have a, a good season again. But everyone is saying that the, the top two positions in the league are already taken. And that might be the case. Like I said, I'm not, uh, I've not got my head in the clouds or whatever. But I just simply cannot see that Liverpool are going to have quite as good a season in the Premier League as they did last season. To me, it seems that... It was one of those seasons where, I don't know what happened there, my video just suddenly stopped. But uh, anyway, I pretty much finished what I was going to say about Liverpool. I think that um, Chelsea are going to be very in inconsistent, could go definitely one or two ways with Chelsea. They could just um, really thrive under Lampard and uh, go from strength to strength. 
or it could be a bit of a car crash and I personally think it could be a bit middling a bit sort of average I don't think they'll get top four this season coming Spurs although they bought Ndombele who's a good player he's not going to transform the team on his own over the last couple of seasons they've gradually got worse points wise they lost 20 games last season Harry Kane has got ankles like an 85 year old Jack Wilshire which I've uh, tweeted out before and I can't see them having a very good season next year Man United are going to be a car crash again I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will be very lucky to last until Christmas I could probably see him going about October November so we've got a fantastic chance this year and I think that we could do a lot better than expected so fingers crossed I'll leave it there hope you enjoy this extra video and I'll speak to you soon